Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to episode 27 of the WP Builds Podcast. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and I will be joined later by David Wormsley and by Paul Lacey, because we're going to have a chat this week, a very interesting chat, about the WordPress community. Um, Paul has very recently, well, actually, he's been a web developer, user of WordPress for many, many, many years, but it was only recently that he really took the plunge and decided to involve himself with the wider WordPress community. Up until that point, um, he'd kind of felt very isolated and uh, a little bit alone, um, but more recently, as he's taken the plunge and he's gone to WordCamps and he's hooked up in Facebook groups and so on and so forth, uh, it's really transformed the way that he views WordPress and how he uses it. It's a really interesting chat. It's not really like any other one we've ever done because it's a very, very, very sort of personal story and, and I really enjoyed doing it. So stay tuned for that. As always, you can subscribe to our newsletter at um, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. We've got a Facebook group with over 200 people in it now. I think it's approaching 300. Possibly it's gone past that. I'm not sure. Um, at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wpbuilds. And there's a whole stack of buttons underneath the podcast player at wpbuilds.com where you can share it um, on just about any platform that was ever created. That's not quite true, but, um, you know, there's no dig button, for example. But there you go. Um, right, to the news, the news items. WordCamp in Europe is coming up very, very soon. I shall not be going, but I know that quite a few of our listeners are. It's more or less sold out, which is a real, um, an excellent piece of news. There's only about 400 tickets remaining, I think, of 3,000. So they've done really well shifting all of those. But a, a slightly strange tangential story related to that is that, regrettably, quite a few WordCamp Europe attendees have been denied visas to visit France because, now wait for it, because the ticket price is too low. Um, the WP Tavern blog um, talks about five people from India amongst a bunch of other people who have basically been denied by the French authorities. Um, and WCIE, the sort of organisation that, that make WordCamp Europe, have written a letter to the new French president with the hope of turning this decision around, kind of basically saying, look, we're a kind of philanthropic adventure. We don't really charge a lot of money because we want people from all over the place to come. Who knows if that'll have any impact, but nevertheless, um, that's what they're doing. And it's a great shame, really, that uh, countries are denying people legitimate access uh, because the price is too low. Sounds peculiar to me. Okay, WordPress.com have made a bunch of TV commercials. The um, the WordPress Growth Council was formed in 2016 by Matt Mullenweg with the intention of creating sort of more awareness and launching media campaigns. And they've produced a bunch of TV adverts. I think it's five, but it might be more. Now, I'm puzzled, frankly. I watched a couple of them and I honestly didn't get it. I didn't really see how it promoted WordPress. It kind of felt a bit more like advertising a dream, advertising a sort of way of life. I think go and check them out. See what you think. Um, 
leave some comments in the in the blog posts because I, I don't really get them. I don't understand how they relate to WordPress and its core audience. But then who am I? You know, maybe there's a very, very jolly good reason for that. OK, next thing, which is also WordPress related. Um, it, this is at the core level. Um, is that the tiny MCE text editor is being put in text widgets? <laughs> Up until this point, everybody's had to hack around if you wanted to get things like bold and um, italics in the text widget. I don't know how many people actually need this functionality, but it's been added. <laughs> very soon it will be released into the wild and you shall have a very, uh, very stripped down little tiny MCE text editor, which you'll be able to use to bold, italicize and put bullet points and hyperlinks and things like that in. So you don't have to hack around with HTML and on the wordpress.com website there's even a few jQuery hacks which will enable you to create some more editing options. Honestly I don't know how many people are going to use that but it's it's a thing there you go. Another piece of news WordPress 4.2 beta you might say beta if you're an American um, 2 is is coming around it's going to be I think it's in the wild now and it's certainly no more than a couple of days old don't go and put it on a production site that's not the advice if you are wanting to be at the bleeding edge and test things and report faults and so on and so forth go download beta 2 install it find bugs and report them okay now the next piece of news is is just a very very large update to the tool press tool press plugin um, not just Sorry, I just said tool press, didn't I? No, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say tool set. Um, cred 1.9, views 2.4, layouts 2.0, and access 2.4 have been released. The blog post is gigantic because so many updates have been made. Um, lots of things about styling cred forms and putting things into neat layouts, little row elements and things like that. There has been a lot of work done. So go and check the blog post out if you're a toolset user, because certainly there's um, there's things afoot over there. And the last one, this isn't really news. This is just an article that I read that I thought was really interesting. It's Chris Lemmer, who I think only writes good content, as he compares um, five of the major WordPress um, contact form or form plugins, should I say, um, and he, he's working out which has got the best conditional logic. I, I can kind of use gravity forms for this um, and their conditional logic. He doesn't seem to come down in favor of gravity forms, actually. He, he prefers the, the conditional logic in a, in a slew of different forms. I think his favorite, uh, what did he decide? I think his favorite was like ninja forms and WP forms. Anyway, I found it really interesting. It'll change the way I use things possibly in the future and maybe the way I uh, purchase things in the future. Right, anyway, news done. Now we're on to Paul Lacey talking about the WordPress community. This is a really interesting one. Like I said, I hope you enjoy it. Leave Paul some comments, uh, please. That would be really helpful, either in the Facebook group or on the post itself at wpbuilds.com. I hope that you enjoy it and that you enjoy the lorry unloading outside my house right at this moment. Can you hear that? Oh, squeaky. Okay, so this is an episode that we're doing with Paul Lacey. We're talking about the WordPress community and being a part of it. Now, this is really interesting, this one, because we've been talking for about an hour before we've even started this one. So uh, God knows where we're going to go. Plenty to talk about. Paul, do you want to introduce yourself to people who don't know you? We know you from the Beaver Builder community. Yep, sure. Um, Paul here. So I've got uh, I run a small design and development um, company called WP Blueprint Design. That's my new brand. 
And um, I've been doing the whole WordPress thing for about 10 years or so, and prior to that, another 10 years before that um, in general web design and development. Um, but I think we're going to talk a little bit about my backstory and stuff today, so I won't say too much more than that. Great. Yeah, where do we start, Nathan, with this? Well, so much to talk about. Yeah, there really is. I think we've we've spent a long time over the last few weeks having um, developers on, talking about plugins, and David and I you know tennis backwards and forwards about you know the price of things and what have you and we kind of thought we'd never really talked about wordpress's greater community and the sort of good it does or potentially the harm that it does um and it feels a bit like this is going to be a narrative based around paul's experience of web design and particularly wordpress over the last man alive what we're we looking at 10 years and and more mm -hmm. Um, so maybe, although it's going to be difficult potentially for you to keep this going, Paul, could we go back mm. to a long way back in times, um, 10 years or so when it all began? Mm. And if you just lay out the foundation of your story and how you, um, discovered WordPress and what you, uh, you know, what initially drew you to it and, and so on. And so over to you. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I started, um, web design back in 1999 um working for a dot com with a with a we didn't realize at the time the name it was called kids online obviously now you probably wouldn't have that name for a company but <laughs> we, <laughs> we were kind of a you know a kind of fun website for kids kind of thing and and i was kind of i kind of was at university at the time and i i joined and on a on a work placement but i kind of got a really lucky break and they gave me a job um so i had a salary at university it was fantastic and you know and i just I just went to the pub all the time with all the money that they gave me, and I had nothing to show of it at the end. <laughs> but I, you know, I did, um, I did learn a lot for some, you know, some really good kind of um, had some really good mentors there that kind of showed me, you know, things like HTML and 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 Flash. Obviously, I was kind of one of the the Flash people uh, back then, and you know, we'd make little games and all that sort of stuff. So obviously, the you know the um, the bubble burst at some point, and um, I went. I went and worked for some various different companies. Ended up in the art sector for a while, working as a, again as a kind of a designer, sort of stroke developer. Always kind of flitting between a bit of a designer developer, really, um, with what you know, jack of all trades. And I eventually kind of got tired a little bit of the whole um, the bureaucracy within the sector of the arts and stuff a little bit. That's how I felt at the time anyway. So I, I kind of joined an agency. Uh, this is going back about 11 years now. I kind of mm. said, right, I've had enough of this. I want to want to do something more exciting. So I joined an agency and it was fantastic. It was a great job, really, you know, really fun people to hang around with and stuff. Um, but what I didn't realize when I took the job was that it was it was quite a long drive to get there. And they started at half eight and finished at half six. Ooh. And to me, that was like crazy. I just thought, what? This this is crazy. And they said, well, this is just how it is. So I didn't last very long in that company. Um, but I've always kind of had a bit of a conscious, conscious about things. And I didn't really want to kind of um, screw them over. So I kind of just told them, you know, I'm leaving. I haven't got another job to go to. And um, so I, I just kind of gave my notice and, and, and left. And... Um, Fortunately, somebody I knew had a bit of work at a kind of usability lab in Birmingham when those kind of things existed, when there was lots of public funding around and stuff. Mm. So I went and kind of did a month's work there, helping them with a build a little database. And from that moment, I was a freelance web developer designer. 
with absolutely no plan whatsoever. And here we are kind of, you know, 10 years plus later, and I still seem to be a freelance developer designer. <laughs> so, yeah, I think most yeah. of us fall into it, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know that many people come out of university, for example, and say, I want to be a freelance web developer. No. Uh, you sort of fit it around your life a bit, don't you? Um, That's it. And make yeah. it work. So where does... Um, you know, you so say you've gathered a bunch of skills along the way mm. and you've become uh, technically capable at various things. Where, where does WordPress first come in and does it stay in or does it come in and disappear again? It does stay in, really, uh, in one form or another. Um, there was a website back then. I think it was called opensourcecms.com or .org, something like that. And it had all the different open source CMSs because there was tons of them then. Um, to choose from. There was Joomla, you know, WordPress, <coughs> Text Pattern um, was one I played with for a little bit. Um, there was just tons of them. And I used to kind of hang out on that website and just keep trying them. And Because what I was trying to do was re I felt that I needed to replace these kind of homemade CMSs that I was making at the time. I was using um, something called Dreamweaver Ultra Dev back then, mm. which um, if anyone remembers it, it was a kind of it was kind of a fork of Dreamweaver that allowed you to do things like database connections. So you could make a full CMS with it, with a kind of text editor and feature images and stuff like that, and have a completely CMS-based site without kind of touching too much code apart from the front-end stuff that you kind of used to. Mm. That kind of seemed to me to be a little bit unstable because I don't think the product was getting that much support. Not many people were using it. I went to some kind of course that taught me PHP and I got talking to someone there and they mentioned WordPress and I was using text pattern at the time which was like a, a kind of very similar tool to the original version of WordPress um, with a little templating system but very very limited. I tried WordPress and you know like a lot of people say kind of fell in love with it straight away it was like this is nice and I, I don't even remember which version it was but I know that it was around 2005 because I've got a screenshot somewhere of an old site that I did um, <laughs> with WordPress and did it uh, have pages yes it had pages and okay. um, so yeah that's that's where my um, my WordPress kind of journey began it was just pages and posts and I think links as well and it didn't give me everything that I could do with my kind of homemade CMS, but I just felt it was easier and a bit more fun as well. And, you know, I was making all the mistakes, hacking the core and all that sort of stuff. And I did eventually figure out that that was bad after some various disasters on projects and, and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I wasn't talking to anybody um, about who else was using it. I really, you know, there really, I don't think was much of a community around back then. Um, the nearest I got to kind of interacting with the community was um, I joined the WordPress.org um, site and posted a question because it was something I was particularly frustrated about at the time, which was whenever we wanted to have a new section, we would have an, you know, the, the typical what we call now the feature image. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, we'd have the feature image. And that wasn't, the feature image didn't exist back then. You would have to try and figure out another way to do it. And what I was doing at the time was, this is probably awful on PHP resource, but I was kind of searching through the string of the underscore content function for the first image instance and pulling that out and using it as an image. 
and um, <laughs> it is funny now, isn't it? It is funny, but um, that's you know that's kind of the, the hacks that you probably had to do back then to use it as an actual CMS because it really did have a reputation as just a blog. But um, so I started using it around then, yeah, and um, just and then I joined forces with an agency uh, who were just starting up as well. They're doing really well now. Um, and there was just a couple of us. Uh, they they started their agency when the when one of the designers won a competition with uh, Sprite, and he designed the new Sprite cam, which went out to like billions of cans of Sprite all over mm. the place. He won five thousand dollars and um, quit his job, and the three of us kind of started up a little um, little kind of team. And um, so yeah, that, that's where I kind of got started. Yeah, yeah. So when you began uh, all those years ago, is it, mm. it, and obviously we're sort of hooking this episode around the idea of WordPress being a community, mm. did you, you dropped in and posted that question about mm. featured images, did, did you get a nice response or a, or, a, <laughs> or a not nice response? Yeah, so I did get a response and it wasn't, it wasn't a not nice response, it was just, um, what I suggested was it would be great if we had an extra field in the editor to attach an image because it seems like such a common thing we can't recreate bbc news for instance we can't recreate a normal news situation with a thumbnail image and um, without doing all sorts of tricks and um so i posted this message and somebody responded and said uh, you know I, I don't think that's the kind of thing that wordpress will ever do i don't think that will ever make the core <laughs> and um so i was like okay no problem i'll just keep doing my um my you know preg replace function for uh, with PHP or whatever it was I was doing at the time, but um, yeah, somebody did respond a few years later, and it's somebody um, um, whose name we see quite a lot. Yeah, I think, in, uh, I think he works for WP Tavern. It's Jeff Chandler. Jeff Chandler. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, and um, so I, I see him on various blogs quite a lot. Um, we've never spoke or met or anything, but I did notice that three years, three or four years later, he responded to say hi. Uh, that's been added now as functionality. So, it's... so are you saying that you are responsible for the featured image <laughs> in WordPress? It could be. Who knows? Who knows? We're going to post that thread, that, that enormously that's, that's long thread, <laughs> in the in the show notes. Yeah, there it is. Look, you in two thousand and seven <laughs> posting the question about featured images. You didn't have a name for it back then, but that's fascinating. No. That's that's really cool. So there was this. You obviously found that community. But mm. did you did you get anything out of it, or was it basically just a forum for posting your your questions and getting? To be honest, answers? yeah, I just felt, that, you know, back then compared to kind of how you know I feel about the community now and how a lot of people feel about it, um, it was just another open source CMS. In fact, I just saw it as a free CMS. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't using the the uppercase P. You know, when I was talking yep. about WordPress, <laughs> yeah, it was just a tool that that was seemed free. And I was using it to make money. That was that was basically it. Mm. And so there seemed to be a kind of support forum. I didn't know who funded that. I didn't really think about that. I just posted the question: Can we have a an image of some sort? And um, yeah. yeah, and I was glad to get a response. I was just kind of disappointed that they said it would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how times change, David. Yeah, you sure. you've got heritage with WordPress. How how far do you go back? Are you as far as Paul's ten years, or do you go further? 
Yeah, it's about the same. I think it was about 2000. I looked at it, and I think I looked at it in 2006 and used it in the beginning of 2007. So pages had just come on then. That's why I asked that question. So, and you know what? The, the, the thing is, probably like Paul, I think, I, I, I heard the, the conversation about community with WordPress and how important it was, but it just did not connect with me at all. And it, and it hasn't, in fact, until the last maybe four years. Yeah, is that what, did you find that, Paul? Did did you hear people talking about community but didn't have a sense of that? I was just completely oblivious to a community in that kind of way. I just, huh. um, you know, I just kind of got on with the things that I was doing. And it is it was literally, you know, eight years until I kind of actually decided to actually look for something along those lines. So in that intervening eight years' time, yeah. you um, you were using WordPress in some way, shape, or form in your business. Yeah. But you you would you would go to I'm sort of surmising here. You would go to WordPress.org, download it, and that would be it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And then you know, open it, unzip it, and what have you, and get on with it, and, and do what you could do. Um, but then that all changed. Um, when and for what reason? So. The agency that I partnered with at the beginning, um, they were doing quite well, and they were, you know, the, the two designers who run it were absolutely fantastic designers. It was really kind of a privilege to work with them because it made my work look fantastic. <laughs> and they won a couple of awards around Birmingham in the UK, uh, you know, kind of startup awards and innovation awards, and you know they were they were doing really well, and and I was doing all their sites for them and stuff. And with just me, with the rate that they were growing, I couldn't keep up with the amount of websites and the scale of websites that we needed to do. So I kind of took on a slightly different role instead of being a kind of overview and kind of outsourcing uh, the various jobs to different designers and developers, and well, mainly developers. And that that I ended up kind of doing that for a lot of agencies and it wasn't something I really wanted to do. It was more a case of we've got too much work, how are we going to do this? And instead of saying let's get a manager or a further bit of a team, I kind of took the weight on my shoulders in a way and said um, I'll do it and I'll find some other people to deliver the work and we'll try that. A friend of mine kind of did that and he was outsourcing stuff to the I think the Philippines at the time, it was more of a development company. And I'd had a chat with him and he was like, yeah, it's really good. And um, so I, I kind of just did that through necessity. And um, and then I kind of went off on my own. Uh, you know, eventually they, they kind of grew to the point where that model wasn't very good for them. And, but it was quite good for a lot of other agencies in the area. So I was kind of became, I kind of formed this little collective of about, I don't know, four or five, maybe six, um, developers, WordPress developers, or well, actually, at the time, they were more kind of like slice, you know, HTML slicers um, and and PHP programmers using WordPress because um, it wasn't really so much a, a WordPress person as such defined then. Um, so we got this little collective together, and again, I and I kind of just ended up being the kind of leader of this collective, and just built a little business around that. You know, we. We do a lot of work for kind of agencies and stuff like that, white label stuff. And it was all fine. And I think um, I my my daughter was born and the the level of kind of um, intenseness of running a, a kind of 
subcontracting collective doing work for demanding agencies didn't match very well with mm. the um you know the yeah the family life that needed to happen at that point so i carried on with that but i i actually somehow kind of ditched a couple of the agencies and started looking for a few direct clients because i knew that that would you'd get a bit more lead time on on projects because i think anybody who's done outsource work for agencies um, not always the case, but a lot of the time you will inherit a project that is already a month late and hasn't got a spec and has been looked after by um, a very junior member of the agency who mm. is really struggling to manage the project themselves. Um, that's not always the case, but that seemed to be the case for me. Mm. So I kind of forked off and start, start, started getting um, some, some direct clients and that was all good. But to be quite honest, I didn't enjoy that role at all mm. um, managing people looking after their problems worrying about their well-being worrying about their their mortgages or their kind of money problems and I just took it I just took it for years I just kind of carried on for years and just um because it was paying my bills quite nicely as well mm. and um, so I just carried on so and you, eventually sorry. I had enough yeah were you, was this period of time at like happy time for you were you um enjoying not at all right no, right no. it was kind of exciting at the beginning because i i was already some i was always somebody who just assumed that you go to school if you do well at school you go to university then you go and work for the man as it's called yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my ambition at school you know coming from my kind of working class background was to i mean i've achieved my ambition so i'm really happy about this was to get a job working at a desk with a computer. So I've done it, you know, I've achieved that. <laughs> you know, what more is there to do? So I achieved that anyway. And, um, but yeah, I was definitely unhappy. And I think, um, you know, that, that kind of, at some point I just decided to wind that down and I was going to get a job. But um, I realized that even jobs had moved on at that point and you had to do things like have a LinkedIn profile, which just <laughs> seemed such a big effort. I couldn't be bothered. So I thought I'll just make a go of this instead. Yeah. So, um, so you've, you've kind of gone through, you, you know, you've worked for big agencies, you've had mm. WordPress experience, you've then kind of taken on a more, much more managerial role, which ultimately um, left you very unhappy. Um, mm. So fast forward eight years, uh, this sort of misery, if you like, is still going on. And then, yeah. you know, you, um, you you turned it around. Some moment in time, it clicked. You got part of, the, you, you became part of the community. And I think that's probably where this conversation will go now. The, uh, yeah. the sort of flip yeah. side of why, yeah. um, how you became happy and how you began, began realising that the community is actually what WordPress is largely about. It's not just a, yeah. a collection of code put on a repository. It's about the people that do it and the, co the connections that you can make in the real world and online. Um, so do you want to just begin that journey? Where did mm -hmm. um, where did the, the realisation come from and how did that happen? And where have you been that's made you happier since then? Yeah, so it, it literally changes the moment I kind of touch the WordPress community, which is... Um, you know, I've, I've put a question out there on the WP Builds Facebook group and I got kind of some responses that kind of alluded to that as, as well. Mm. Um, I'd really kind of had enough. So to me, to kind of get to the point where I'm considering a what you class as a regular job, I must have, you know, really had enough to be kind of saying, I'll give up all this flexibility that I potentially could have and do something 
that I haven't done for a long, long time and get paid less. Um, so I'd, I'd hit rock bottom on that. So I, I, I decided to kind of wind down my team slowly. And all I all I literally did was start getting rid of the bad clients. And, in, and with the new projects that came in from the good clients, I just started finding ways to do it myself um, using, you know, non-coding um, frameworks because I was so out of date with code. Uh, around that time, because I started playing with WordPress myself again, somehow I kind of, I maybe got an email from the, the meetups.com website or something like that. And just by chance, I just typed in WordPress and found that there was a local WordPress meetup in Birmingham in the UK. Hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll go and see what this is actually all about. And, you know, kind of found it funny that I was going to go to this kind of geek group of some sort yeah um yeah. you know still not forgetting that i'd lost all my call a long long time ago and kind of so i i went to this group and um it was just in a cafe or a bar or something and i just kind of connected in a way just kind of uh, I, I don't know how to describe it really it was just mm. kind of a case of mm. wow you know other people are using this in a completely different way um, everyone's at a different level, so I don't suck quite as bad as I think I do. <laughs> mm. And and someone asked me some questions, and I was able to help them. This yeah. is crazy. Did did you um have a sort of feeling then that work was a boring thing and that it could never be, you know prior to meeting yeah. up with these people, work yeah. was dull. Um, sitting in front of the computer day in day out was going to be boring. Um, there's yeah. no end in sight. The tunnel is limitless. Um, you know, I'm never going to get out of this. Um, and, and then the light at the end of the tunnel sprang from the WordPress community, which is a really nice, nice thought, isn't it? It did, yeah. And that, that meetup group led me eventually to the Beaver Builder Facebook group, which I know a lot of people talk about, um, you know, how great it is and supportive. And it is absolutely true. A, a various series of events involving oh, I need a Twitter account then. I need to stop denying that social media exists and get on there. So I joined a twi Twitter just to connect with the people in the, the meetup group. And then someone in the meetup group started a little Worcestershire-based Facebook group that I kind of co-founded in a way by just going to a Five Guys for a burger together. <laughs> so I suddenly had to stay on Facebook because I was about to leave Facebook because I was just dejected with the whole world. So I was about to just remove Facebook altogether. And I thought, well, I better keep Facebook because I can't really stay in this Worcestershire-based group otherwise. So I joined that group. Fast forward to January this year, because that's kind of, I think, when I rough, roughly when I joined the Beaver Builder group. Mm. I still arrived at that group. And I know it's the group has been kind of compared to the bar in Cheers, where, you know, everyone's got a cold beer waiting for you and everybody knows your <laughs> name. I literally turned up at that bar just a bedraggled kind of broken <laughs> freelance, <laughs> freelance WordPress designer developer. Just kind of, and I think I, the reason I kind of joined the group was because I'd just done a website that I was finally kind of pleased with. And um, I normally would post some of the websites I've done on the, on Twitter using maybe the Genesis WP hashtag because I was kind of using Genesis a little bit at the time. And I just and I went to kind of post it on the Beaver Builder hashtag, and it had been taken over by just somebody promoting Fiverr constantly. So I thought that's a waste of time. So I posted the site on um, the Beaver Builder group in January. It was a genuineconfidence.com website that I did, mm -hmm. 
And I was pleased with it because, you know, after kind of a couple of years of trying different frameworks and tools, I'd managed to get my skill level back up to the point where I was coding again, mixing it up with the frameworks, which was completely something that just didn't happen before I did the collective. You would just slice up a PSD and hand code everything. Um, so I posted this site and I kind of felt like I made friends instantly with all sorts of different people. It was, you know, fantastic um, feedback on the website, which was a great ego boost for me in, in one sense. But I also posted how I'd done the site um, in terms of, you know, what plugins I'd used and what framework I'd used. And basically, I just wanted to kind of say, I've done this site and for once it's all worked really well. <laughs> and... Um, and that seemed to get a really good response because a lot of people were asking me about, you know, uh, caching plugins and because the site was very fast, it was doing really well on the speed and stuff like that. And um, and how did I do the round buttons with Generate Press <laughs> and how did you do this? So everybody wanted to know, and I just had absolutely no idea that this kind of communication would happen in a Facebook group. So like I say about the cheers. Um, bar kind of comparison it was literally like kind of stumbled in kind of soaking wet from the rain and everybody kind of <laughs> you know kind of patted me on the back and said well done and stuff like that and and that was it from that point I just you know made friends in, in the group and felt good about contributing um, you know opinions and helping people with their problems and stuff like that so yeah that, that's kind of my kind of grand entrance into the beaver builder group that was just you know absolutely fantastic from my perspective yeah yeah you know what happened turned around completely at that point motivation just went through the roof to try harder paul you know what happened though mm. they all thought you were adam lacy <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah that's funny isn't it we're not actually related no. uh, and adam. <laughs> we had we had um <laughs> excuse me we had adam on a couple of months back now and sure. you're yeah, yeah you're, you're not you're not related well at least you sound very different <laughs> that's right. anyway. yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. such a nice story you know there's such um it's like a real novel isn't it you know you start off you found your dream job you you've made it as it were and then slowly the realization dawns that this is something mm. that i'm going to be doing forever and i'm actually disliking an awful lot of the direction it's gone and then yeah. you pick up wordpress again you, you you at that point it could have gone wrong again you know you might not have stumbled into the chairs bar you might have ended up That's you right. know going into the uh, the heavy metal bar around the corner where they hit you with bats right. um <laughs> and, and those, um, those communities do exist yeah exactly and yet you've yeah. stumbled in and it's completely i think it's fair to say well certainly the way you you've described it in the stuff that we've read about you and the stuff that you've told us before we started this call it's completely transformed not just your approach to your work which is now much more positive and happy mm. but also your approach to your entire life mm -hmm. who thought yeah. that facebook could do that sorry facebook <laughs> who thought that wordpress could do that that's right yeah um yeah yeah that's really interesting so you you put this down to sort of january february this year have you um have you got any people in particular that you 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 know you'd like to thank for this transformation along the way? I probably forget a lot of people if I was try to, but I mean um I think there's a couple of people in the the various kind of discussions that I kind of take really good advice from. Um, the 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 business there's the kind of the business side of things has been a big transformation for me really kind of in terms of anything from kind of getting your kind of tools really in order so that you really feel confident about using this as a framework. This is your page builder. 
page builders are okay uh, using this as your host. Uh, not that we want to talk about that. We already did that earlier. But, um, <laughs> you know, this this is the best host, and this is why this is the best host. Uh, when you've got a choice between this and this, this is the best option. Getting that to kind of be your kind of personal personal tool set, really, in a way, is has been fantastic because that gives you huge optimization in the way that your kind of business can perform. Mm. And then being kind of when you're kind of not very happy about the way that you work and everything, you don't really start thinking about care plans because you're not thinking long term. You're just kind of trying to get the next project finished so that you can, you know, start the next one and start the next one. But I know there's a lot of people from the WP Elevation Group, um, and I, I hear them, you know, often saying a lot of really. I know I think you've done it, Nathan. Yeah, you, but, I did uh, go through that. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Jay Oakey is somebody. Uh, who's who's always coming up with fantastic advice. Um, mm. it, it often feels like he's a kind of the the kind of level-headed version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of post the question out, and 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 his, his usual words back once he responds because he's in Australia, so he kind of he's either the first or the last to respond. Is usually kind of exactly how I'm thinking, mm. and it just and then there's a, there's another um, there's a woman in the um, in the group, I think she's in the she's in the WP Bills and the W Innovator group. Um, is it Ashley Longmire? Yes. That, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That makes that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's obviously you know if anyone who knows about her background from her blog has got has had a kind of um, you know a kind of a battle with various things not related to work so much as or WordPress, but you know the the whole WordPress community and the Beaver Builder community, and you know getting into that you know joining in and and, and taking part as as really trans transformed her life completely as well um adam lace is great uh, i'm seeing adam tomorrow at word camp bristol so oh nice uh, oh. there's a small wp builds meetup happening tomorrow doug and myself and adam uh, not tomorrow saturday oh so yeah. oh. that'll be good yeah he's he's great and you can and everybody knows how much he um contributes to the uh to the group this, you know, this Bernard Grano. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I know people Bernard. by their you know the avatar. little avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes their names are kind of, you know, the, the the list goes on really. Kind of anybody who I've kind of um, spoken to on the groups is, you, you know, I always try to kind of, you know, say thank you. That was fantastic advice. Mm. And I'm genuinely sucking it all in. I'm literally spun, you know, I'm like a sponge mm -hmm. taking it all in. And it's turned my business around, really. My my business wasn't in any kind of financial trouble at all. It was always making good money. But I really just didn't enjoy doing it. It was just, you know. And now it's a kind of, kind of a combination of all the good stuff that I've kind of learned from other people's kind of, you know, admission of their faults and and all that sort of stuff and their motivational problems and their business ideas and their care plans and their tool choices has really kind of made me feel like, okay, good foundation here to build on. It's, and it's all exciting. It's very cathartic, isn't it? It, mm. really, it genuinely, now uh, this might sound almost religious in a way, and I hope it doesn't, yeah. but um, it's kind of like, uh, how to describe it? You know, people who are troubled, who don't have religion might go and see a counsellor. Um, yeah. And they get that feedback and they get that way of, dis you know, they describe the problem and hopefully get some sort of resolution. And people who are religious, they do their thing, you know. Um, and, pe and, and for me, I kind of outsource my problems to yeah. the Facebook group. Yeah. 
um, yep. and sort of crowdsource the answer. And very yep. often I'll have an answer in from the community in way less time than I would get from the developer. Let's say it's a yeah. query about, yeah. I don't know, a plugin and the way it's behaving and some expectation that I have of what it will do. I'll, I'll very often get an answer because because the seven people all engaged in there. And it, and, it, and it is genuinely cool. And I've kind of forgotten how cool that is. You kind yeah. of almost get to the point yeah. where you take it for granted. Oh, look, you know, 17 people have replied. And actually, that's 17 people that gave up some of their day to scribble a little response to you for for, mm-hmm. for, not, for no reason other than they're just good people and they've been yeah. here and done that. And, and yeah. you forget, don't you? And it kind of removes a whole load of stuff that you carry around. Like you feel less, you feel less lonely, you feel less sort of isolated, you feel like you could conquer things that you couldn't do by yourself That's right. um, because you know that there's a whole load of people who've got your back. Actually, speaking of Adam, Adam Lacey, he literally mm-hmm. like gave up, I don't know, two or three hours of his day the other day for me. I was having yeah. a problem with, um, with uh, ACF and getting it to integrate with Thema. Um, and he, he totally fixed it. You know, <laughs> it was great yeah. <laughs> for no yeah. good, you know, for no better reason than he's just a nice guy. And I would have banged my head against that wall for a very long time. Mm. Uh, and he stepped in mm. and he did it. And I hope one day that I'll be able to repay the favor. But the funny thing is, it might not be to Adam. That favor That's might right. get That's paid right. back to somebody else. And it's kind of, you know, it's all uh, karma, if you like. Um, it is karma. It, it absolutely is. And I think um, I think uh, one of my, you know, one of my sort of uh, favorite podcast is the Matt Report. And um, Matt Medeiros, I think that's how you say it, mm. um, he did a video recently about, you know, the community is not for the taking. And the point of it was that, you know, you got to give, you got, you got to, you got to give not, not just because you, you, it's the rule, but the point is you give, you feel fantastic about doing that. Even if it's just because a client is annoying you and it feels better to solve someone else's problem that has no baggage associated with mm. it than to work on your client's problem. And you feel great because you've just solved someone's problem or they've got, you know, and especially when it's something really simple like a caching issue that is literally driving someone mad for days and they they cannot figure it out and they're shouting, it's starting to get shouty and stuff like that with their host probably. And you just solve it for them in a line of text and, and they come back and they say, thanks so much. You feel awesome. You feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then you think, well, no one's going to be able to help me on a technical level, I don't think, because I tend to solve my own technical problems most of the time. But I get back a lot more in kind of business-based questions or just just the general feeling, like like you said earlier, of kind of, you know, if you are working on your own quite a lot, you do feel lonely, um, you know, I think you mentioned earlier, Nathan, that it's, um, is it Mental Health Week or something? Yeah, What's... that's right. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, we've got a yeah. whole, whole you know, thing going on there this week. Yeah. Th- this kind of industry just, as a freelancer, you, it's it's very dangerous. You know, you can, you can get lonely, uh, lose a lot of confidence, turn into a kind of a hermit. Yeah. And you just, you just don't, you just kind of want people to just send you money and just, instead of actually having to do the work, <laughs> which would be fantastic if that's the case. You know, it sounds like Devinder's got that going on with his newsletter, actually, but um, <laughs> what he was saying on your podcast yeah. the other day. Yeah, but I think, you know, that. just if, if anyone gets to that point where they're kind of really secluding themselves, 
um, this kind of community kind of give probably uh, uh, gives people kind of hope in humanity. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I don't want to push it too far with what the Beaver Builder Group is able to do, but you know, <laughs> it's doing a lot for people, um, whether it's business advice, technical advice, helping them feel better about themselves, or or actually you know helping them get through serious mental health problems in some cases probably mm. so we should say shouldn't we that it is a genuine mental health week because uh yeah we've yeah. had <laughs> nathan usually posts up the silly ones so no one will <laughs> yeah, believe yeah, it that's yeah. true <laughs> european yeah. something yeah i've yeah. Stopped, sort of stopped doing that a little bit now just because i realized <laughs> yeah. that actually probably people will start to just completely disbelieve all of it uh, and then when real ones come along like this one um yeah, yeah it's a bit like the, the what's it called crying wolf um yeah yeah, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Do you think Facebook is the Facebook is the place for it because it's not connected to anything? If you know what I mean, Facebook's an entity all of its own, and so it's mm. not it's not the Beaver Builder support forum. So you're not actually trying to get support from them directly. You're just sort of crowdsourcing it. Um, so it's coming from a million yeah. different directions. I think it's kind of a bit like the whole eBay thing, and you know, Etsy and that. You know, I'm, I'm a member of the WP Builds Group, the Innovator Group, the Generate Press, the Beaver Builder, various groups, and a few others out there as well, uh, Devon Ayres, um, mm. John Perez's group. Mm. And, for you know, any time that I have to kind of log into a separate place to do something, I will probably find the idea of that harder than just Googling the answers myself. Yeah. So I think a lot of people go to the you know, the, the Facebook groups initially with a kind of motivation that ends up being completely different than the reason they end up staying and hanging out. Yeah. For me, I was, you know, to be quite honest, I'd just done a project that I was happy about and I just wanted to kind of, oh, look, there's a beaver builder group of various <laughs> faceless people. I'll just put it out there and see if anyone likes it. You know, it was it was quite an ego based decision to post it on there as much as I did put some helpful comments about how I did it you know quite honestly and then it kind of it kind of opened my eyes to well that's all well and good doing that and I do recommend anybody to do that because you do get really good honest feedback and it does force you to put that extra 10 or 20 percent of effort into every project that you ever do mm. so for me it's actually made my project you know my, my design skills better because Every single row that I try and design in Beaver Builder now, I think, right, this could come under scrutiny. So this has got to yeah. be good. Yeah. Uh, I don't want this to not look fantastic on mobile because someone will point that out. And, you know, without somebody, even though it's not somebody, the kind of the virtual pressure of being, you know, wanting some kind of, um, it's just a little bit of, you know, uh, res respect as such from your peers who you also respect on uh in response, sometimes you can not really have the, the motivation to just push it out the door and get paid. Um, if you could broadly classify people in Facebook, now this is going to sound ridiculous, mm. and I'm sorry the way it's going to sound, um, as consumers um, or whatever the opposite of a consumer is, like a predator, I suppose, or something like that, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there, there are people who constantly... There are people who give and take, give and take, let's call it that. There are people in those communities that give and take. There are mm. people that take and there are mm. people that mostly give. I think, David, I think you are mostly a giver. I'd say you're 99% yeah. give. Um, so this question actually is for David. Um, do you ever grow weary of giving? 
Oh, no. Well, I, you know, it's really funny. Uh, Paul said something about this earlier before we actually started recording, and I thought it was the key thing to me. I think we're all going through a, a period of change. I think the community is needed more than ever um, because we're all thinking about, because of page builders and some of the big advances with WordPress, we're all thinking about how to be running our businesses in different ways. So I'm not really a giver. I've, I've landed up there because exactly the same reasons as what Paul says. I, I, the, one of the first posts that I saw in there was a guy called Dustin Overbeck, who I still talk about sort of two years after his post, where he was talking about the Gillette model of business, where effectively he makes sites cheaply so he can earn money off his care plan completely changed yeah. my thinking so yeah i'm not a giver i'm a real taker i go in there and just don't know what i'm going to find and somebody gives me great ideas so but yeah you're, you're not though are you let's, let's be honest <laughs> you're not that's a very uh, self-deprecating approach because you do you know you're always asking you're always answering questions and, and i don't i don't know that i've ever seen you ask a question that was kind of like i'm stuck on this or anything like that and it's people like david um and you know they are multiplied throughout <coughs> the groups that we're all involved in on facebook whether it's the face you know the wp builds or the wp innovator or whatever it might be um it's it's people constantly giving that make uh, that make it worth turning up every morning and we were saying in a previous podcast um that basically that's my routine in the morning you know whenever i've had my morning coffee on goes mm -hmm. facebook and i kind of see what's what's been posted up there sometimes it's i want to see what people have replied to a question that i've put or sometimes it's just reading the things that other people have put and then you try if you've got the time to to contribute and help um and you know it's very rare that you see somebody posting something negative i, I wonder yeah. if we've all just sort of grown up and grown through that thing and we've now realized you know what if you just pollute this stuff you're poisoning your own water in the end um or is it just coincidence that the groups that we all happen to be part of are just full of friendly people? I think there is um, the, the, the only occasion I tend to see something negative is when somebody is confused that it is an official support forum to uh, some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then they usually get amazing support from the Facebook group to, to a problem that they're complaining about mm. that, you know, because often, you know, we see if you're not aware of the, the community and and that, the, you know, the guys behind Beaver Builder, um, you know, Justin, uh, is it Justin? And, Justin um, and Robbie and yeah, Dave. Robbie. And yep. And and then, you know, in my case, you know, Tom Osborne, another one to shout out as an absolutely amazing community uh, contributor um, of Generate Press. Um, you just think they're faceless companies who make loads of money and when it goes wrong it's it's all their fault and you need to shout at them I, that's not how i think but you know a lot of, i know a lot of people probably do um but so they go on the facebook group and often they within you know half an hour their whole perspective has completely changed <laughs> but there was literally one a few days ago and uh, someone was quite angry about something and it turned out to be their hosting but Yes. And uh, they, they got turned around, I think, and were quite happy by the end of it. Mm. I think the, the the nice thing about the whole WordPress ecosystem um, is that usually you don't deal with a company. Usually you deal with a couple of people or a, or a person, mm. you know, one or two people. So you, kind mm -hmm. of, you know, like your Generate Press 
yeah. you've got Tom, Tom. Yeah. with Beaver Builder. You've got um, you you know you've got the, the the three main developers plus their their little cohort. And you know the names, and you sort of their faces mm-hmm. appear again and again. And the same with you know regular plugins that you might use like EDD. You know you know the guy that's done it, and um, mm-hmm. that's really interesting. It kind of makes it feel a little bit more homely. Um, and a little bit more like you want to give back and you want to make sure that these people are, you know, they get their salary each month and that, that their, their lives are good. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, yeah. Can it's I not you? always rosy. That's the only the only thing. There is, you know, a, a couple of situations that are well known on, on the, you know, within the WordPress community where it hasn't gone so well. Mm. Um, I, I don't really know specifics, but I know a friend of mine on Twitter uh a kind of famous kind of quit of WordPress altogether. And it was someone I kind of very much, you know, respect and look up to. They've, you know, they've got a fantastic book out and stuff like that. And he just had enough with the with the various communities he was part of. Mm. Um, mm. Really hadn't worked out. And I have experienced that in other communities and stuff online. That I've just kind of joined up for a little bit, um, engaged, and then just quit. Just mm. thought this is not, this is actually, this is actually making me feel worse about what I'm doing than, than, done better so i stick with the uh the communities that work sorry david i think i interrupted you there no it's okay i was gonna just ask you about um you mentioned actually before that you were in the genesis community and i was mm. i just hovered around in that one and something that makes me really conscious and it's it, this is a question of a in a sense because you're both givers what i think makes me very conscious about being in say the beaver builder group a lot is 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 not giving too much because it's so much self-promotion that i think people are just get tired of the same mm. people turning mm. up and i'm very conscious of that I, do you get conscious of that when you're in there a lot yeah yeah so i mean um i tend to kind of you know i'd, I'd love to kind of showcase all the sites i've done but so it's not not all of them are that good, but um, so I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of realised that over over time, there's a you kind of just get the feel of what people are interested in, and obviously, if you want to post something that you don't think anyone's interested in, that's absolutely fine as well, and you probably find someone is interested in that, but um, I think I'm I've kind of you kind of get to learn, especially being such a new a new person to online communities after such a long time in the industry. Um, figuring out the way it kind of works and the, the dynamics of it, but it didn't take long. It just, it just, it's all just about um, respecting each other as, as people mm. And, mm. and where you're at. And I know you mentioned the Genesis community, and there is some fantastic aspects of that. Um, I don't think it, it's um, there's anything wrong with that community as such, but um, there's there's quite a lot of people in that community that are anti page builders. When I say quite a lot, it might just be two or three people who are very audible in that particular community and other communities as well. Um, outside of Genesis, it's just one that I've touched. And I got a lot of good stuff from the Genesis community, but I equally felt guilty about using Beaver Builder. And, um, <laughs> and, I don't, and that wasn't from the creators of Genesis at all. You know, they're very much promoting it. I just felt that it's regarded as cheating. And so to stop that, being something on my mind that pops up in messages every time someone kind of, you know, mentions it in that in that particular community. I just mm. left that community online altogether, mm. and just you know. So I still use Genesis as a product because it's fantastic, um, but I don't talk in the community because I feel slightly um, slightly an outsider for yep. choosing various other options to to deliver websites, which. The Beaver Builder community is far more encouraging of, you know, 
it's mm. it feels that there is a solutions first with a valid framework underneath um, so make sure you're using solid tools don't just go and use anything use solid tools use good tools but this, the solution is the end game and um, you know, I, I just haven't got time for the uh, any kind of snobbiness about do you do it this way, do do it that way. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Do do it how you feel you need to do it. Yeah. If you're not doing it at this point perfect, it's fine. Yeah. Just aim towards you know every project you do. If you felt kind of a little bit funny about something you're doing on a project, tweak that on the next one. Yeah. Just slowly. You can't yeah. be perfect instantly. It's not gonna happen. We're all on a journey here. And also you don't have to be you don't have to be a part of any community. If you're feeling a bit, you know, slighted or what have you, you can, you know, take time, cool down, um, come back, see if it's still the same. And if not, That's right. go join another community. Um it's really it hard evolved. to sort of distill yeah. this whole topic. It's really hard to sort of get a handle on what it what it all is. But essentially it feels to me, sort of summing it all up that um, you know, in your case in particular, although it's been an incredibly long time getting here, you've yeah. um, you've over a long period of time had ups and downs and, you know, heights of ecstaticness and, you know, depths of depression and what have you. And yeah. then finally, at the in this period you're in right now, which appears to be the, the best bit of your working life, you you've been bolstered and supported and helped by a bunch of people that primarily you don't know in the real world and mm. that there's value in sticking your neck out and contributing into these communities even just showing up and poking around for a, for a little while until you <laughs> yeah. um, write your first comment or what have you uh, and, yeah. and it's not just value in terms of getting answers it's value in terms of <clears throat> excuse me making friends and value in terms of um, feeling less lonely and all of those things which you can't measure but increase and and um, sort of support your quality of life uh, have I exactly? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. I've done yeah. it. <laughs> it's the tonic. It's the tonic to the um, the the web designer or developer's kind of condition as such. Yeah. You know, the freelance web designer or developer's condition is is one of kind of high risk, um, you know, loneliness type aspects. Mm. And it is the it's the kind of it's the way to kind of have a virtual team or bunch of friends or colleagues or to banter with you know it can just be fun you know the wp builds group is definitely a 50 50 mix of banter and yeah and you know business or wordpress talk um and other groups are far more you know business talk or technical talk is but that a good there's, thing there's, there's I, I, I really yeah. wrestle with that actually sometimes when i write my stupidity down and i click enter <laughs> and i think nobody's going to get that um, but also I think you're an idiot. <laughs> Me, that is. Um, yes, yes. Stop making a joke out of everything. Does that, no, is, no, is that cool? That. <laughs> is that all right that I do that? I think so, especially when there's so many different diverse, you know, uh, people from all around the, the yeah. world kind of in here, you yeah. know, there's, there's mm. different types of humour. I think it's absolutely fine and Good. it helps kind of define us as characters on this online space. Yes. Um, you know, you can connect with people. I know myself and, and David, you know, we've chatted on the forums a couple of times um, over the, you know, the last six months. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I know for a fact that I would get on with David before I met him, whether it's on this podcast. I just I just know he's someone who I can relate to and, and get on with. And obviously we've met in real real life. And yeah. I don't know if anybody knows, but you are actually a cartoon character in in real life. Yeah, I look like, oh, completely, completely <laughs> two-dimensional. Kind of like flat I, colors. I you. It's very strange. you can't see me if you stand at the side. 
No, I'm utterly no, different. <laughs> but your personality was exactly as I yeah, imagined it. Yeah, so. just I'm I'm yeah. baseless, thin, shallow. All of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know? I think we should probably, after fifty-three minutes, unless mm. David's got something that he's burning to say, we should probably wind this one up. I dare not. We okay. we spoke an hour before, almost an hour, didn't we? Before we even started recording yeah, this one, we could we've been going along forever. Time. Yeah, so I think we will. We'll we'll wind it up. So the traditional wind up is to um, sort of talk about where we can find you, Paul. Do you want to drop any URLs or Twitter handles or anything? Yep. So um, you can find me obviously in the Facebook groups, which is um, so you know feel free to to uh, talk to me in there and stuff. And obviously. You know, we're, we are friends in this group, whether or not we, we're kind of not sure if we're defining each other as friends or not. If we're helping each other out, we, I think we can define ourselves as friends. So if anybody kind of wants to send a friend request and doesn't, because I do that, I, I'm kind of, oh, I can't send a friend request. I'm not a real friend. Yeah. Um, just go ahead and do that and then we can stay in touch. Um, Twitter, I think I'm down as WP underscore Paul Lacey. Okay. And the URL of my website uh, with the new brand, which has been launched with a huge help from the Beaver Builder community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I will post that up again when it when it's kind of really kind of um, finished properly. But the web, the web address is wpblueprint.design. So if you want to go and check okay. that out. Yeah, yep. we, we sure will. Um, thank you. Appreciate your honesty and your ability to, you know, tell us about yourself. And a lot of people wouldn't really wish to um, impart that information. So it's very nice that you did. And, you know, mm-hmm. what's and all. It was lovely to, to yep. hear your story. Thanks a lot. Um, and as always, you know, if you've if you want to keep this conversation going, we've got the, the WP Builds Facebook group at um, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WP Builds. You can find the link to that at the bottom of any episode of the WP Builds podcast at wpbuilds.com. Um, and you can, you know, you reach out with all the other buttons and whatnot. You you've, you just just click buttons and see what happens. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, and I'll fade in the cheesy music uh, at this point and say goodbye uh, from me, Nathan Wrigley. And goodbye from me, David Wonsey. And Paul. And goodbye from me. Paul Lacey. <laughs> Thanks. And, uh, it we'll never s- gets less awkward, does yeah, it? <laughs> you know, it's always dead weird, that bit. Right? All right. Fadey, fadey, cheesy music. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.